Welcome to the Royal Christian Centre Sermon Podcast. And how can I stay pure? How many of you here have never ever made a mistake? There's a... <laughs> Normally you ask that question in an assembly and every single hand goes up. And you say, Has it, have you ever ever told a lie? And then all these hands like, no, I haven't. Like your hands are up there. There we go. But of course, we ask the question, how can I stay pure? We're living in a society where we're being bombarded with so many different things. Everything, every time you turn on your TV, this is how you should look like. This is what you should watch. The different things are saying, this is right. I remember watching a film with my dad. And he used to allow my sister to watch different films and we're watching a film it wasn't that bad it was a little bit violent and I think there was one scene in it which was a little bit and my dad said what on earth are we watching and I turned around and said dad but you're allowing my little sister to watch a lot worse than this and I think it might have been one swear word or some violence in there and it kind of opened his eyes to actually what we are seeing and what we allow, whether it's our young people, our children, or even ourselves, what we watch on TV. We need to be aware of what we're taking in. We need to be aware of what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're reading, different things, because it can have a different effect on us. Sometimes we don't realize, but the things that we take in can make a difference in us. Of course, advertising, when you watch those adverts, they look fantastic, don't they? They say 100% pure, whether it's 100% pure orange juice, okay, 100% pure on the makeup, the moisturizer that you're putting on your face. And of course, if we're honest, a lot of it is lies. But what do we believe? Do we actually believe it's 100% pure? The thing is, God has designed every one of us to be pure. God has designed us. It's not an accident. God wants us to live the life that he has called us to be. He wants us to walk that path with our head up high, knowing what we do is right. You see, every one of us has a heart condition, don't we? Yes, every one of us has a heart condition because what we're taking in affects our hearts. You know, we see, don't we? We give in sometimes to temptations. There's temptations every day. Gossip, anger, greed, materialism, sex, lust, so much more we're being bombarded with. And that can affect our hearts. That can affect how we live our lives. But the truth is, Jesus wants us to walk the right walk because his ways are higher than our ways and Proverbs 4 23 says guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life are you guarding your heart do you make a conscious decision to guard your heart through the from the things that you're reading Do you make a conscious decision to guard your heart from the things that you're watching on television or the music you are listening to? Because it's acceptable in the world. Purity, when they speak of the word purity, is supposed to be a positive thing. 
But these days, it's looked as a negative thing. If you try and stay pure in different areas, people bombard you, people are opinionated, people accuse you of different things. Rather than staying strong and saying, well, I'm going to be pure, okay? I'm not going to have that greed. They are materialism. Even when it goes down to lust, it gets down to sex. I'm going to do what is right in the eyes of God. The challenges, there are so many challenges. And when you look at the different challenges, people have grown up with different challenges. So in the 30s, they say in the 1930s, kids grew up with depression. In the 40s, they grew up with World War II and Frank Sinatra. Don't know if that has any effect on you. In the 50s, they grew up with black and white TV. Anybody remember those days? A couple of people, young people, there was black and white TVs, okay? In the 60s, the kids grew up with Elvis Presley, the Beatles, but sadly, with LSD and violence on the streets and lots of different things going on. The 70s, the kids grew up with Charlie's Angels, Saturday Night Fever and discos. Anybody from that era at all? 80s, the kids grew up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've come back again as well. Okay, Nintendo. But of course, on the other side of that is those drugs, the crack, the cocaine, AIDS, different, different diseases that came on there. The 90s, Simpsons, rap music, and even, it's got here, Michael Jordan. If anybody was into the basketball <laughs> and then, of course, our 21st century kids, which are you guys down here. You want to cheer? Yeah? Okay. So you've grown up, sadly, with war on terrorism, knowing economic downturn, knowing all the pressure of depression, reality TV, which says you must be famous to get somewhere, okay? And everything on your fingertips, pretty much you pick up your phone, you pick up your computer, and in 0.02 seconds, you find out an answer. No longer do you need to use your brain, okay? Everything is on the internet. But we face lots and lots of different challenges. So our children and our young people know more than we do now. They know a lot more, whether it's talking about sex, whether it's talking about being greedy, whether it's carrying anger, gossiping through the internet. And we could do a challenge, couldn't we? Take a Snapchat, send it, and see who gets it. Or take a selfie. We do an iPhone selfie with our kids on a Sunday morning, which is a prayer selfie. So everyone takes a selfie, and then they pray for each other on the phone, which is a positive way. But of course, gossip spreads, doesn't it? Whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Facebook. Our young people are facing quite a hard time. And it's not just the young people, it's us as well, don't we? We check our phones every five seconds, every 10 seconds to see what the latest update is. There's a few down here that are saying no, okay? But the majority of us do, if we're honest. We're seeing what is the latest thing. It's all different. There's so much there. But we're being bombarded. So how do we keep pure in a world where things are bombarding us, saying this is the way you should live your 
life. The world tells us one thing, but what really is the truth? We look, and we don't, half the time we don't talk about it. We can talk about lust, can't we? We can look at it, how we look at other people. It's a selfish thing. It's all about I, it's all about me, how we look at other people. It's not looking through God's eyes. It's not seeing how God sees another person. And if you look at the difference between lust and love, it's an attitude of your heart. What is your heart attitude tonight? How do you really see things? True love is driven by a godly desire to provide for others, for the future together, to stick with people. It's important that we don't look at people through the eyes of lust, seeing what we want to get from it. But we have true love seeing each other through God's eyes. It's important to know what purity really is. And as we look at a few scriptures, Matthew 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 to 5, and then verse 7 says, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body. Then verse 7 says, For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. And then 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honour God with your body. And as you look at those scriptures and you pull out from the scriptures, what you say, number one, see God. See who God is. Number two, God wants you. He wants the person next to you as well, but God wants you. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. Number three, God has called you. And number four, you have received from God. And number five, honour God. You are all special to God. God loves you for who you are. So purity is not primarily about sex. It's not primarily about what you do or you don't do. It's not primarily about what you watch or what you read. Purity is about God. It's about who God is. It's about following in his ways and doing what he has called you to do. Purity is the personal decision to glorify God in your life. Are you ready to glorify God? Do you want to glorify God with your life? Every day when we're being bombarded by different things, God wants us to glorify him. And of course, Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decree. Although there's a question there, the answer's also there for us. God gives us the answer on how we should live our lives and how we should search after him. And of course, C.S. Lewis, when you read his famous statement, it says, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us 
like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies. Anybody remember making mud pies as a child? I do. <laughs> Nobody else? Okay. Like making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what it meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. When God is offering you something better, why are we settling for second best? Why are we staying, as C.S. Lewis puts it, making those mud pies when we could be by the beach, on the lilo, having fun, building those sandcastles? Why are we settling for second best? God wants to give us the best. Many times we are fooling around. We've missed the point. We've missed the boat. And I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you to live the life that God has called you to live. To see things through his eyes. You know, in the time of worship in Furnace, we spend time seeking God. We spend time hearing from God. And God wants to speak to us. God wants our heart attitude to be right before him. But we have to be connected with him. We have to be willing to be open to him. Not to be distracted by what things are going on around us. Not to seek other people's opinions or favor. But to actually say, Lord, I surrender myself to you. I want to be pure. I want to live the life that you have called me to do. I don't want to be distracted by the things that are on the television. I don't want to be dis distracted by the music that I'm listening to. I don't want to be distracted by other people's opinions. I'm called to be your child. I'm called to be the person you have called me to do. In a few minutes, the band is going to come back and we're going to continue to worship. But let me finish with this illustration. It says... The machine that usually did the job was broken. And so the man, they hired a man to paint lines on newly resurfaced portion of a remote highway. The first day, he painted nine miles. And the supervisor, impressed by such a big effort, told him he would hire him for full time. Give him an extra raise if he kept up the pace for the next few days. But the next day, he was only able to paint five miles on the following day, he did only one mile. Then the next day, he did half a mile. The supervisor fired him, but asked what had happened. The man said, it isn't my fault, as he walked away, shaking his head. I just kept getting further and further away from the can. How far away are we from God? Hey. He was painting the line on the road and it was easy to begin with because he was connected to the can, that paint pot. Isn't our lives like that at times? Where we start off so close to God, so on fire, thinking, right, I'm going to stay, I'm going to start this week right in the centre with God there for me. And as the week goes on, we get further and further and further away that we try to do things in our own strength. We try to go our own way until we're pulling our hair out and thinking, what is going on? We need to be connected. We need to stay in the presence of God. Can I encourage you 
today is to think about how are you living your life? What things do you need to get rid of? What things do you need to say, that is old, that is my old self, that is gone. What things do you need to say, okay, Lord, take control. Allow me to be connected at the source. Allow me not to run too far away. Allow me to stay pure, that my thoughts are pure, my, my words are pure, the things that I'm living, my life is pure. It's important that we strive to be close to him. In Jeremiah 29, 12 to 13, it says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Are you searching for God tonight with all your heart? You can answer. Okay. Are you searching for God tonight with all your heart? Can I challenge, I challenge myself, can I challenge us as a church that we search for God, we seek him with all our heart, that he may answer. God reveals himself to those who take time to earnestly seek him. Would you take the time? Would you like to stand with us tonight?